The party discussed their future plans in Lord Carvin's adobe. Should they notify Jax, giving him some money? Should they follow the fake Jax that they found out exiting the premise of Lord Corvin's house? What had happened with Real Amon? In the end, after much deliberation and arguing, they only sent a spyglass to Jax, as they couldn't do much else, stuck as they were. At least this spyglass will give some money to Jax and his family. To guarantee that they would do their jobs as retainers properly, Lord Corvin subjected the party members into a ritual that some of their personal effects have been collected. Some gave their nails, others their hair, and last some blood. The casters that belonged to the Ivory's family ensured that by this ritual, the members could always be found and their promises would be bound by blood and magic. The party is required to report back to Corvin every month, starting in three months from now. The day of the departure, they were in for a shock, as a ship, a flying ship, followed by two smaller ones, bearing the emblems of Vashka and Sarthrak Island, arrived at the Tisonian port. Rilamon was here, yet for once, Luck was on the party's side. They were not given to the coin priests, not even to Rilamon. Lord Corvin went and met both of them at the Palatial on the Golden City. The party was scared that the Ivory's Lord would give them up either to the coin priests or to Rilamon. But it seemed that he did not. He came back and he started preparing them to be sent off to the mainland. The way that they did that was to hide them into the supplies crates that they would be transferred into the boat to the mainland. Their vessel was flanked by both of the remorsers regular ships as well as with the flying ship of Rilamon. All four ships started together their voyage. The group had to keep a low profile in the bowels of the ship. No way they could risk being seen by the remorsers. A few hours of hiding, coupled with seasickness. Later, the remorsers' ships changed their course, heading towards Bonecrest, while they turned left towards the mainland of Erevos. This gave the opportunity to the party to move freely again. This calm, however, does not last long, as the ever-vigilant Zephyrus, with the help of her dedicated owl noticed a mutiny taking place on board of the ship. The sailors started assassinating the ivory's crew. 